0: This episode of Cold Sports is brought to you by Studio, a company that focuses on elegant, stylish, classy headphones and earbuds. Go to coldsports.com and upon checkout, use the promo code COL to save an extra 15% off your purchase. Studio is the place that designs your sound experience.
1: Rolling in thirty seconds. Uh, do I really have to do this commercial again? <sighs> Look, these ungrateful p- on the NFL have the nerd to kneel and all. I, it, why did I agree to being the official pizza of the NFL? <sighs> it, it's ridiculous. It's insulting to me. Yes, John, you gotta appeal to the media. <sighs> all right, yeah, th- th- it's just roll tape. The money that you're gonna get though, the money and that mansion that you have, John. Yeah, I gotta sell to these ungrateful fans anyway. I might as well. Yeah, let's do it. Ready on the set. Come on, let's go. I'm My great. time is valuable. Wow. number set. Jeez. All right. Cha-ching. And action. All right, and the fellas, hurry up and get a deal today. Two pizzas for six ninety-nine each. Just go to Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's. And cut. Uh oh, good. I don't believe that bull either. You're selling to people, I don't know why people on. want to eat this cardboard slop anyway. Ugh. That's your cardboard slop Lord. you're selling. But you know what? You know, after after the stuff that's happened with the sales of, of Papa John's, yeah, it's about those kneelers, man. That's that's what's making us go down the tubes. Yeah. Let's get let's in the papers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah I'm glad what, I made that announcement to the, market today? To, to, to the media. Cause they need to hear that stuff, man. The NFL needed to be calling the carpet. Yeah, uh, yeah, give me this paper. Hold on. Well, here's what the stocks did today. Say what? You mean to tell me that the day after I announce that those ingrates in the NFL, they can't get their players in line? I mean, it's a prison. The inmates should actually capitulate to the wardens and I lose 70 more million dollars. Listen to them. I don't believe this mess. Don't poke fun at them, John. Ah, I gotta get this money somehow, somehow, some way. You're coming up as a sore loser, John. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole
0: Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, deals galore, deals to and fro, and also deals that did not get made. We will have not one, but two dolts of this week. And we're going to really go down memory lane and upon further review. But for right now, come on, give them to me. Headlines, please. Dateline, San Francisco. Or more Santa Clara to be exact. The former, yes now, former. Backup quarterback for the New England Patriots, Jimmy Garoppolo, is now in the Bay Area. With the trading deadline fast approaching Halloween, the day before the Niners and the Patriots strike a deal to get the much sought-after backup quarterback to be on the roster that is rebuilding from almost under the ground. Dateline Philadelphia! Former Dolphins running back Jay Ajayi is now the current running back for the NFC East leading and NFL best record leading Philadelphia Eagles. The Dolphins, in return, received a fourth-round draft pick for the 2018 draft, and that also was done in the morning before the deadline on Halloween. Dateline Orchard Park In somewhat of a surprise move, former Panthers wide receiver Kelvin Benjamin is now the new wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. The Panthers received, in exchange, a third and a seventh round draft pick in next year's draft. Dateline Seattle The former Texans left tackle Dwayne Brown is now the new property of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, in exchange for that, the Seahawks are willing to give the Texans Jeremy Lane, who is a cornerback and a few draft picks. However, Mr. Lane failed his physical. The trade went through as additional picks were given as compensation. Dateline Cleveland. The team that's supposed to be the super team. The Cleveland Cavaliers have gotten off to a 3-4 and start and the internet has gone bonkers. Yes, babies are being tossed in the air. Fireworks are being let forth. People are happy at the Cavaliers' demise. It's only early November. Oh, brother. Well, anyway, the Cavaliers held a players-only meeting. Normally, that's a death knell for a coach, but that's normally necessary with chemistry issues that they have. The Cavs coach, Tyron Lue, had this to say about that meeting. Quote, off the court, we've got great chemistry. Just on the court, we just got to be better, like talking, communicating, enjoying the game together, having fun. Right now, guys are not having fun. Close quote. Well, the new center of the team, Kevin Love, had this to say. Quote. Naturally, the slow start that we've had prompted us to just all get on the same page and kind of figure out what we need to do. I feel like we can get in better shape. That's going to help us on the defensive end. Communication, energy and just getting the new guys to become adjusted, well adjusted and on the floor more time together so time will tell how it's going to play out but we have a lot of really good positive energy from today so it was a great practice close quote well the message must have been received because this past friday in dc lebron james dropped 57 points to go along with 11 rebounds and seven assists in that wild 130 122 victory is this a harbinger of things to come again It's only early November. We still have five more months to go. Dateline Milwaukee. Enter the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, Jason Kidd. He, in my opinion, is one of the top five point guards to ever play in the game in the 71 year history of the NBA. So he was asked when the Thunder came to town about one zero chill or Russell Westbrook. This is what Kid had to say about Westbrook. Quote. He is the Tyson of basketball. When the ball goes up, he's covered as Tyson did and getting off the stool. When the bell rings, he's coming for you. Whenever he's on the floor, he plays at one speed and that's fast and hard. He's a little different in that case that he's probably the only number one. And then I put at one B in that same category, John Wall. Just that speed of coming at you every time you're on the floor. There's no kind of walking the ball up. They're coming at you and causing problems. Close quote. In the Bay Area, there was a report that was released that said that the Thunder felt as though Westbrook is the easiest kind of guard to defend. And what do I have to say about that? Yeah, Westbrook is an easy guard to defend if Westbrook didn't have the athletic gifts that were given to him there is no defense for an explosive first step and if you don't believe me look at Allen Iverson many people until he got old tried to stop him offensively and he was able to get off shots wherever whenever however and all because he had good handles and explosive first step hmm that sounds extremely familiar because i think Westbrook also has good handles and an explosive first step too people popping off at the mouth for no reason Dateline, New York City. The Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has granted a request for an administrative stay to the NFL Players Association on behalf of Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. Remind me if we've heard this song and dance before. Well, this executive stay was granted because the NFL Players Association filed this grievance earlier this week. And now, at least for this weekend... Ezekiel Elliott is free to play against the Chiefs. Well, there was no happier person about the ruling than the owner of the Cowboys, Gerald Jones. And this is what he had to say. Quote, Glad he's going to be out there. This Chiefs team is one of the best teams in the NFL and we couldn't have him at a better time. Close quote. I'm going to tell you Geral, just like i've told many people just like i've told ezekiel and just like i'm going to tell the vip who simply wants to have elliot stick it to the man so to speak because the nfl players association has no teeth and they granted this power to the nfl suspensions like the ones levied against ezekiel elliot you can delay it all you want it's inevitable because the trump card that the nfl has is look your Honor, These Neanderthals have given us the permission to be judge, jury, and executioner when one of these players steps out of line. And when they step out of line, disciplinary actions must be taken. And we are the court of law when it comes to the shield. So sorry for wasting your time, your energy, and your money in these fools wanting to present an appeal when they agreed six years ago that we nip it all in the bud in house. It's all binding. You can delay it all you want, Ezekiel, but your immature behind is going to have to serve these suspensions. You're going to have to get that work. And hopefully you grow up in getting that work too. Maybe you'll take those six weeks, think back on, on the behavior that you've exhibited in the first year plus of the NFL and the time that you were in Ohio State and know that you have to represent yourself a lot better than you have these last few years. You're too talented to mess your career up the way you're going. Because the way you are going, people aren't going to care. People are not going to care if you can gain 100 yards because they see you for what you're becoming. A court jester wearing a football uniform. When I come back, we're going to take a wonderful stroll down memory lane. And upon further review, but immediately following the break, you're going to enjoy it. Go to the week time next. If you want to speak on air? Just go to coastsportsradio.com. You want to check out all the books that Cole Johnson has written. They are on sale at coldsportswithz.com. You want to buy hats, mugs, shirts, bags, and all other assortments? They are also on sale at coldsportswithz.com. You want to check out all the media appearances that Cole Johnson has made? It's right there at coldsportswithz.com. You have voiceover work that's necessary? Come on down! It's at coldsportswithz.com. Want to hear the media reel of Cold Sports? It's right there at coldsportswithz.com. We don't just sell stuff, we got free stuff. How about the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history? It's right there for free at coldsportswithazine.com. And if you want to check out past episodes and the present, whatever your flavor, whatever you want to savor, just come on down and enjoy all of this at coldsportswithazine.com. Come on down and check us out. Coal Sports, available on Coal Sports with the com. cold sports cold johnson here man sometimes you just have to shake your head because you don't know how ridiculous the sporting world can get <laughs> i got something for you i got a treat here are your DOTs of the week The winners of this episode's Dotes of the Week
1: are
0: ESPN personality of first take Stephen A. Smith and the Cleveland Browns front office. We're going to talk about the Browns a little later. Let's deal with Mr. Smith. Earlier this week, Stephen A. Smith, loquacious person that he is, sports personality, journalist, talking head, on TV and on radio, had this wonderful jewel of a take in regards to hoodies, and one in particular worn by the Cavaliers J.R. Smith. This is what Stephen A. had to say. Quote, in game one, when they played against Boston, J.R. Smith was sitting on that bench in the fourth quarter with the hoodie on. I don't know why the Nike made these uniforms that have hoods attached to it, by the way. You got a lot of those white folks in the audience that's going to think it's Trayvon Martin being revisited. And I'm not joking about it. The bench is no place for someone to be wearing hoodies. Close quote. I have a lot of respect for you, Stephen A, but this is where I really have to vehemently disagree with you. You do all these tours. You don't only speak on sports. You also speak on other matters. And if I'm not mistaken, you've had appearances on Fox and MSNBC. So you are well-versed in more things than just sports. However, in this case, you're proving that you're not as well-versed as you want to appear to be. Trayvon Martin, man. Really? Trayvon Martin. Okay, let's revisit that from years gone by. All right, so it's a February day in Florida. Or I should say February night in Florida. Here's this boy, almost 17. He's wearing a hoodie because it's raining outside. He is armed with an Arizona iced tea can and a bag of Skittles. He gets accosted by Laddie and gets shot in a tussle when he was left bleeding to death. Now, did J.R. Smith have an Arizona can on the sideline? Did he have a bag of Skittles on the sideline along with him? I would tend to say the answer to that question is no, he didn't. The reason why Mr. Martin got murdered was because of not the hoodie, but you had an overzealous man who wanted to pop off and shoot somebody. So are you saying that the people in the stands are vigilantes? You're saying that one of them wanted to be out in the open, pick off J.R. Smith and shoot him? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're alleging? Because if you want to make that reach you made a wrong one my friend it isn't about a hoodie a hoodie does not make a criminal if that's the case i know a lot of white women i know a lot of brown women i know a lot of yellow women who have hoodies who wear them proudly but they aren't criminals so stop evoking the if you wear a hoodie you're a criminal mentality because it's wrong man it's just absolutely wrong and the reason why nike made those uniforms to have hoods attached to them they gotta sell merchandise man It's just that simple. (sighs) Next time you make it a comparison like that, please study because it makes you look extremely weak and very stupid. And I don't like that look for you. J.R. Smith wearing a hoodie does not evoke Trayvon Martin. Quite frankly, no person evokes that. And let's bury the thought that a hoodie makes a criminal because it does not. You stepped wrong, my friend, and you haven't walked it back. Now, he was going to be the lone dolt of the week, but (laughs) gosh, this is still hilarious to me. At 3.55 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, October 31st, the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals agreed in principle on a trade which would send backup quarterback A.J. McCarron from Cincy to Cleveland. And the Browns organization celebrated. Then the deadline passed. And then they were informed that the trade didn't go through. Why? Because the Browns didn't submit the trade. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't believe this. All right. (laughs) You mean to Tell me. There is an NFL team out there who is that inept, an organization, that inane, that... (laughs) They're not looking at a clock. They're not judging any time. They don't have anybody who is willing to say, okay, well, we got the trade through. Let's get it in as fast as possible. Let's get it in now. Let's get it in ASAP. Let's make this deal now. Let's dot all the I's. Let's cross all the T's. No, nobody, none of you in that organization. None of you. None of you. This is why you all are perpetual losers. And I'm not saying this to rub any salt in wounds i'm not saying this to make you feel bad i'm not saying this because it's funny i'm saying it because it's sad it's sad that you now have a list of 27 quarterbacks since the browns became a team again which is 1999 and the list grows and it's all your fault because it's not at times the people you drafted it's not the quarterbacks you drafted no it's the quarterbacks now that you haven't drafted take for instance last year's number two pick overall Carson Wentz who is now an MVP candidate this year let's take the unfortunate and now injured due to an ACL tear and out for the year starting quarterback for the Houston Texans Deshaun Watson who was on pace to be one of the rookies of the year and possibly could have been on the fringe of the MVP running you passed up in consecutive years on two talents that have changed the fortunes of the Eagles and the Texans respectively All because you had this plan last year to be all on board for RG3 and this year to be all on board for Deshaun Kaiser. RG3, where is he? He's not on the team anymore. As for Kaiser, you started him. He's shown some promise, but you've already benched him twice. And more than likely, we got eight more games to go. You'll probably bench him some more before the year's over, if not bench him completely. Do you all want to do something of worth? and Stop making loser decisions. If you want to be a winner, do things that winners do. And that is look at talent and get that talent. Commit that you're going to have him and then sign him. This move right here proves that it's not the player's fault. It's not the coach's fault. It's not Hugh Jackson's fault. The fault lies in the front office. You all got to clean up your act. And if the ownership doesn't get rid of you, hopefully the emptying seats in Cleveland Brown Stadium will. You can't make these moves and expect to be a quality NFL team because you have now advanced yourself past every other team now in the NFL to be the laughingstock of the league. Congratulations. When I come back, we're going to have fun, or at least I am. And upon further review. Alright, VIP. I know you only want the best, right? You want your sports coverage stylish and classy. Well, how about your earbuds and headphones? That's where Studio comes into play. Wearing a pair of Studio headphones called The Regent right now, which are my favorite. They're comfortable, they look great, and the sound quality is excellent you get impeccable clarity in instrumental tones and a well-balanced sound plus you have the option to go wireless by connecting to any bluetooth device or connect to a computer with the auxiliary cord they combine high polished metal with matte finishes and that embodies the vision of scandinavian design studio also has the tray the vasa the vasa blah the clang and the tva earbuds along with the Regent headphones so the choice is yours if you want to listen to cold sports and other audio with class, style, and sophistication, go to the show notes in this episode, click onto the studio link, and upon checkout, use the promo code COLE, that is C-O-L-E, to save 15% off your new purchase. Studio, designing your sound experience. Hi, I'm Cole Johnson of Cole's Bore! But when I am not the intelligent sportsman, I am on another show. Go to shows.pippa, that's P-I-P-P-A forward slash revelations, and there you have it. The show that champions humanity. Get a glimpse at life from the eyes of different people from different genres, different walks of life, as they show you humanity the way they see it. That's shows.pippa.io. Revelations Every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific And on Mile High Radio That's M-I-L-E-H-I-R-A-D-I-O Every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Revelations is the place where we communicate truth to power And it's also the place where we change the world One conversation at a time episodes of Cold Sports ah, week nine and ten of the nfl will be discussed we're also going to dive a little more into the nfl now that the major league baseball season is over we'll cover a little nhl as well of course the dote of the week will be announced and we're going to put another subject upon further review as we always do check out the new rounds of shows that are coming up as well the dote of the month for october 2017 will be revealed and it will be on air and also the dote of the quarter the third dote of the quarter for 2017 is upcoming as well And yes, although it is not now, it won't be next month, but it will be the month after. It's almost that time. Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the VIP honors. Oh, that show is going to be epic. That'll be airing and premiering the week between the AOC and NFC Championship Games and the Super Bowl, January 28th. Even though we're in November, it isn't too early to get ready for that show because it will be the show of shows so come join us and celebrate the classiest show in the sports world we do it a big but see those were the episodes to come for not just now but in the distant future for the present though as a houstonian loud and proud i am honored and distinguished to write this open letter to my city and upon further review <laughs> It's been a long time coming to feel like this. I remember the first time I walked into this wonderful place called the Harris County Dome Stadium, or better known as the Eighth Wonder of the World and the Astrodome. And it was the year 1980. It was supposed to be. One of the greatest years in Houston history. Not just the the team, but the city. We were riding high. We fought off the Dodgers because we were in the National League at the time. One game playoff where Joe Nicro pitched the best game of his career. And that's not hyperbole. That's the truth. Astros' bats were hot the whole game. And then came the five-game playoff, the National League Championship Series against the Phillies. Four extra inning games games two through five all went to extra innings and the championship series then was played in five games not seven as it is now the astros were up two games to one they were up by two runs in the eighth inning two more innings and the astros would have gone to their first world series they blow that lead and they blow the lead in the next game and lose three to two to the eventual world series champion philadelphia phillies then 1981 strike shortened season Major League Baseball introduces a a theme that got picked up 15 years later. The Divisional Series. And here we were. We were playing the Dodgers. Instead of a one-game playoff like the year before, it was a five-game series. The first two in the Astrodome, the last three at Chavez Ravine. Man, the Astros were on fire when at the Dome. But when we got to Los Angeles, the Dodgers tore the Astros up. I learned that this was the fate of the Astros and, more importantly, the fate of Houstonian sports fans. Because later on that decade... We took part in what you could probably say is the most iconic game of the decade. Game 6, 1986, National League Championship Series game between my Astros and the amazing Mets. No, not the one in 69, but the one that was led by Dwight Gooden. And Keith Hernandez, Daryl Strawberry, and Lenny Dykstra, coached by Davey Johnson, it just was a it was star-studded team. But I felt as though all we needed was three good Mike Scott appearances, and World Series here we come. And he did his part in Game One, and he did his part in Game Four. All the Astros had to do was win one of the other four games: Games Two, Three, Five and six all they had to do was win one of those four games they whiffed in game two whiffed in game three whiffed in game five and here it is game six of three to nothing in the top of the ninth inning the bets tied it up at three then the mets then the mets went up i think by two runs going into the bottom of the 14th and then billy hatcher <laughs> With the Colton Fisk-esque type of home run, willing it fair down the left field pole. And I think I have never heard the Astrodome louder than when that ball hit the foul pole. But two innings later, the Mets score a couple runs and Jesse Roscoe closed it out. And I remember seeing Kevin Bass striking out and seeing these blue hats flying in the air. Orasco and Gary Carter, the catcher, then embracing wildly on the mound. hearing a pin drop, seeing another team again celebrate, going to the World Series on the Astrodome turf to this day, that probably is the second most painful sporting event I ever watched but more disappointment came I mean, 1997, team really wasn't ready but hey, it was a good test got whooped up on by the Braves 1999, same thing looked promising, won the first game but couldn't win the other three in the National League Division Series but the one that really hurt was 1998, 102 wins Randy Johnson, the stud of All aces at that time. We had the bats. We had the confidence. We had the ace. And we were going to tear up the National League playoffs. We just knew it. And not only did we waste Randy Johnson's game one, but we wasted Randy Johnson's game four appearance going over and losing the Padres three games to one. But at least we didn't have to watch the celebration happen on the Astrodome floor. Now, Jack Murphy Stadium grass was the venue of choice there. Then we went back, we licked our wounds, and then there was 2,000 for. We were that little engine that could. We had Bagwell. We had BGO we had Beltron, who was a, a hot bat that we got in free agency we, this was going to be the, the free agent that was going to take us over the top because we had some good pitching too it all looked like it was going to fall into place and one good bread basket catch by Jim Edmonds followed by a timely hit by him ruined that as well an epic seven game series but we lose to the Cardinals and that series got overshadowed by the improbable comeback by the Boston Red Sox being down three games to none to the New York Yankees beating them in Yankee Stadium the last as 2 but winning the last four. But the next year, the Astros got their revenge. They beat the Cardinals, celebrated in Bush Stadium. We were National League champions for the first time in franchise history. We were excited and over the moon. And then the balloon got burst. Four straight Chicago White Sox. Astros didn't stand a chance. I really believe those four games dealt a big time blow to the organization because they were never the same. They're never the same. Sunk into the deep abyss. 2011 losing 106 games. 2012, losing 107 games. Ownership, I think, exchanged itself in 2011 or 2012 where, upon the approval of the ownership change, they switched to the American League. The next year, they lost 111 games. So, I'm thinking, man... What I'd give the taste of disappointment of 1980, 1986, and 1997, and 98, and 99, and 2005 again. I'd rather be close to no cigar than being the worst team in Major League Baseball. I don't want to be part of this city where you have these players who look at the Astros like football players look at the Browns. Like basketball players look at the Knicks and the Nets. I didn't want the Astros to be that for baseball, but it was coming close to being that. But boy, was I so glad that there were some brilliant brain trusts in a front office. So glad the very next year we go to Yankee stadium. We beat them in the one game playoff to go on to the ALDS for the first time in a franchise history. And then playing the Kansas city Royals who had a taste of, of championship success, but they didn't close the deal the year before we had them on the ropes. Familiar scenario up many runs in the top of the eighth up two games to one. All we needed to do was win one more game and have two more innings happen and we're on to the ALCS. And the Royals tacked on five runs. They went on to beat us in game four, went on to beat us in Kansas City in game five. Then injuries happened last year, which takes us to this year. And we were reminded that Sports Illustrated said, Houston Astros, 2017 World Series champions. And that was posted in 2014. Remember, the year they lost 111 games. So the Astros, they won 100 games this year. They had no problem with the Red Sox. Then in the ALCS, Yankees, Took them to school in Yankee Stadium. It looked like they left the bats and the pitching in Houston. Because I couldn't recognize that team. But man, when they were in Minute Maid Park, they played such sweet baseball. It was as if that park was created for those players. I'm not talking about for that city. I'm talking about just for those players. Because for some reason, the pitching and the bats seem to love that type of home cooking. One run in game one. One run in game two. One run in game six. And... Nothing in game seven. It was like a night and day difference from Yankee Stadium to Minnie May Park. These timely bats by these mostly young players was just awe inspiring to watch. And then came one of the best World Series I've ever seen. And I would say that even if I didn't have a vested interest or rooting interest in any of the teams. Alex Bregman, the hot corner glove that just was so hot. He caught almost everything that was hit in his direction. Carlos Correa, who if the, if the bat wasn't going, the glove was. Yuli Gurriel who had a couple of key blasts and hopefully he learns to not be so um, discriminatory. Marwin Gonzalez who gave us timely hits. Brian McCann who steadied that pitching staff of the Astros. Justin Verlander the key acquisition to get us to the top. The MVP George Springer that seemed to hit everything thrown in his direction. It was as if the Dodgers pitching staff was tailor-made for him, at least from games two through seven. AJ Hinch, the manager of the Astros, who we sometimes just shook our heads in in his decision-making. And then there's the glue that held it all together. The possible MVP of this year in the AL, second baseman, Jose Altuve. People were saying, well, is he as good as Biggio? Now, they're saying, well, is Biggio as good as Altuve? And that's a real big, big, big Thing. And so I thought about Joe Negro, Jimmy Wynn, Cesar Cedanio, Enos Cabell, Joe Morgan, Terry Poole, Craig Reynolds, J.R. Richard, Joe Sambito, Alan Ashby, Ken Forsh, Denny Wallen, Tony Scott, Jose Cruz, Nolan Ryan, Dickie Thon, Bill Doran, Dave Smith, Kevin Bass, Glenn Davis, Mike Scott, Phil Garner, Craig Biggio, Jeff Bagwell, Lance Bergman, Mike Hampton, Doug Drabeck, and many, many more names that do not come to my mind right now. The managers, former player of the Astros, Larry Durker, Hal O'Neill, Art Howe, former player of the Astros. When a ground ball by Corey Seager was hit to Altuve, and he threw it to Yuli Gurriel, To record the final out of the 2017 World Series for the first time in that 56 year history of the Houston Colt 45 slash Astros was finally culminated and validated the colorful history of being jinxed because there were many who were saying, oh, well, watch the Astros choke up and lose they said that in the alcs they said that many times in the world series watch the astros do what the astros do because hey they reside in the city of houston so they are bound to choke they're bound to come from ahead and give a team a series or give a team a game that was the talk in game four but those group of men Embodied the energy that is Houston And they had to cling on to something Cling on to some hope Hold on to something that made them say You know we can see the brighter tomorrow And even though this is just a silly game That little boys like to play And it makes us think back to How wonderful it is in our youth To be wonderful and fancy free And athletic and jovial It means so much So to this former Houstonian I say to you this, to the Houston Astros organization, thank you for giving my city hope. Thank you for giving my city a bright light. Thank you for giving my city something to believe in. And thank you for forever wiping the memory of 1980, 1981, 1986, 1997, 1998, 1999, 2004, 2005 and 2011 to 2014 completely clean as white as snow. People can say that Houston is a city of chokers all they want, but we can always go back to November 1st, 2017 and say for the third time in the city's professional sports history, a Houston franchise had a ticker tape parade to trace down downtown Houston. And for the first time in its city's history, they did it. In the month of November Normally They would gear up For a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade But the Astros decided to Give the city a parade Three weeks early One that makes all of us Houstonians Proud To say that we're from the H Hashtag Earned History If you happen to like this episode or any episode you've heard thus far, come on down now. Come on now to ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You want to check out books that I've written? It's right there, ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You want to check out the free book I have, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History. ColdSportsWithAZ.com is the destination. You want to get these earphones that I have, a studio? The link is right there in the show notes and on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. Remember, 15% off if you use the code COAL. You have any voiceovers that you want me to do? Come on to coastsports.com sports.com. That's with a Z. I will be willing to do it for you. you wanna check out the guest appearances I've made? Code z.com Media appearances. The real is there at CodeSportsworthAZ.com. You wanna speak on air? It's right there. Code And if you want to check out past episodes and this one right now, no matter your flavor, no matter your fancy. All you have to do is come to ColdSportsWithAZ.com. That's ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You can check out me and all of this brand. On ColdSportsWithAZ.com. And VIP, it doesn't matter where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or when you do. I just want you to do this one simple thing. One simple thing and that is to enjoy the content for the intelligent sportsman i am cole johnson and this is
1: cold sports